Welcome to Shift the Gravity, a podcast of Traders Point Christian Church where we talk about what it means to be followers of Jesus who shift the gravity of whatever room we walk into. Let's join the conversation. All right, we want to welcome you back to the show. For those of you that are listening for the very first time, my name is Aaron Brockett. I'm the lead pastor of Traders Point Church, and I'm joined, as always, by my good friend, mm. Ryan Bramlett, wow. teaching pastor. Did you like good that, friend. Ryan? I did. I did. I feel special. Good. I'm glad. It's my <laughs> job to make you feel special. We are joined uh, by two of our great friends, uh, our worship leaders, Landon Rose and Liz McClinic. Welcome, guys. Thanks. Thanks for having us. Fun. Glad to have you on the podcast. Good to be here. This is a first for us. Uh huh. Mm. This is a first. This is exciting. And it looks official. Mm. It does look very official. I wish people could see the setup that we have in here. (laughs) Yeah. In your office. In my office. Yeah. It's great. (laughs) It kicked me out this morning. It's fine. (laughs) We are going to talk about uh, worship, which Mm -hmm. I know is a subject that all of us are very passionate about, but two of us around this table happen to be much more gifted in it than Mm. I won't say which two. Ryan and you, for sure. Ryan are the more gifted, yes. Um, Thanks for saying it, guys. Uh, (laughs) As of the recording of our time together, we are just coming off of worship night, so I'm not Mm. quite fully sure when this episode is going to air, but we are recording this the morning after worship night. Mm. So Liz, how are you feeling? Uh, I slept like a baby last night. I bet you did. I saw your- <laughs> I had a inst- cheeseburger afterwards. Did you? My husband rubbed my feet. I it saw was that. great. Wow. I was yeah. going to say, I saw the in- your Insta yeah. story where you you were showing your feet and how yes. swollen they were. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It was, I mean, it was great. Slept so good. Feels so great today. It was amazing. It was- A real serious question. Where'd you get a cheeseburger from after? You know- do you want to say, to say it? Go. McDonald's, I know. But I'm going to rat somebody else out because I wasn't so the only one. I also had a cheeseburger last night. As she was leaving, she's like, I'm going to get a cheeseburger. I'm like, that sounds amazing. I'm getting a cheeseburger. So, yeah, I yes. definitely did that. I too. texted him and I said, I love myself and I hate myself. So, uh-huh. yep. But just, my wife did not rub my feet, so I don't know what that's about. Ooh, See, I don't, yeah, she doesn't ever do that. I do not blame her. Yeah, I know. Seen your feet? I know. It's. Ooh. <laughs> I've seen them. That's a different episode. I'm talking so, guys, uh, for those uh, who aren't familiar with you, uh, give us just a little bit of uh, your bio. Lena, we'll start with you. Yeah. So, um, I've been here at Traders Point for, I'm working on my seventh year. That's amazing. Um, I can't believe that. that wild? Wow. It's by. gone so fast, man. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so I actually, at this point, I oversee all of our creative teams. So, marketing communications, uh, worship production, our film and our broadcast uh, spaces. And it, man, it's just been, it's so much fun. Mm-hmm. We just got such an incredible team. Liz is, you know, obviously one of our, incredible talents here. But man, we have got so many talented people. Mm-hmm. Last night, after speaking of the worship night, just standing in that circle with mm-hmm. that crew and yeah. just and just looking around the circle of what mm-hmm. God has brought here, it's unbelievable. So I, I say it's my privilege to lead these teams and I'm I'm really I'm really thankful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Tell us a little about your family. Yeah, so I have wife Jenna and then we've got three she's kids. amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's Jenna. incredible. Jenna's man, she's amazing. I definitely don't deserve her. Um, we've got three kids. Uh, my daughter just turned ten. Did she? Wow. Oh my gosh! Double the, digits. Double yeah. digits, right man. Ten going on like twenty-one. Yeah. It's wild. <laughs> uh, her name's Lila, and then we've got a seven-year-old Julia, and then my son, who is a wrecking ball, mm-hmm. named Declan. Mm-hmm. Um, we were literally talking this morning. When he eats, he grunts, and it's just—I mean—he's just like <laughs> as he's eating. It's it's crazy. He's He's, he's amazing. So yeah, we're in a really sweet season right now. Um, yeah. I love the ages they're at, and it's just it's just a lot of fun, a lot of chaos, mm-hmm. but a lot of fun at home. So yeah, it's great, Liz. Yeah. Um, How long have you been on staff? It's coming up on six years. Really? Yeah. yeah. Isn't that wild? You, you should I talk about wild. where it all started. Yeah. Man, so, for us, so look at God, man. <laughs> um, it's been wild. It's been a wild six years of shouting out the residency program mm. because That's right. I. You were one of our residents. Yes. Were you in the first group? I was of in the res- second. The so, second. my husband Jeff was in the first residency mm-hmm. okay. class. Um, we're a residency family, yeah. the McClintics. Um, <laughs> but yeah, started in the residency. I had no desire for ministry. Mm -hmm. Like that was never on my radar. That was never my plan. Um, My plan was for my husband to be in ministry and for me to support him in that. Mm -hmm. And then the Lord said, 
hey, mm. here's something I have for you. It's mm. been awesome and really, really mm. good and more than I ever thought. Yeah. Um, wow. He's revealed a lot in me that I didn't know was there even. Um, but yeah, started in the residency. Um, I actually started a part-time residency, so it wasn't mm. even a full-time residency. Mm. Um, and so then it's just been a series of events, and um, I'm the worship director now, and so I oversee all of our worship leaders um, at all of our campuses and kind of lead in the direction as best I can of worship mm-hmm. here. And so it's been wild to see the um, kind of series of events of, yeah, man, the mm-hmm. Lord has done a lot in mm-hmm. me, and um, I'm just really thankful. Mm-hmm. I pinch myself every day of how in the world I am where I am. I mm-hmm. have no idea mm-hmm. um, how I got here. So yeah. here we are. Well, can I just say... You know, to both of you, it's been such a privilege just to watch how mm. God has uh, worked in each one of your lives, mm. and how you know I sound like the proud daddy mm. here. So I'm so proud of you guys. <laughs> but you know, just to see how you've grown and how you've handled yourselves, and um, the position that God's placed you in, and how humble you are, and uh, how you've propelled our church forward, mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, I, I remember the worship culture here when we got here 14 years ago, and it wasn't bad, mm-hmm. but it's certainly not what it is now. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just been amazing to watch you guys mm-hmm. and uh, grow into that mm-hmm. um, role. And I know it's not been easy, and but it's been a lot of fun. It has. Mm-hmm. Thanks yeah. for being able to do it. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about worship. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about what it is and what it means and maybe what it's not. Mm -hmm. How do we do it? Mm -hmm. Why is it important? Why do we sing before Mm -hmm. we talk? And like, what are we trying to accomplish here? Is it a show? Is it, uh, what do you do do with uh, the different um, philosophies of worship that are out there? Mm -hmm. We've got people that are maybe more liturgical. Does Mm -hmm. liturgical worship have its place? Mm -hmm. What even is that? Mm -hmm. Um, What about the more charismatic expression? Uh, contemporary, there's all kinds of opinions Mm -hmm. on this, Mm -hmm. and obviously we can't be all things to all people, Mm -hmm. uh, but it is a very emotionally charged Mm -hmm. subject. Mm -hmm. You know, Landon, you know, you and I have known each other a long time. Mm -hmm. I uh, remember Landon when he was in junior high, (laughs) because Landon and I are from the same hometown, and I remember little Landon Rose playing the drums, and... (laughs) And watching him, you know, grow and develop his, um, you know, skill set in worship. And, and, a lot, and I only bring that up to say that was like back in the 90s, yeah. where I remember that at that time, you know, worship was very, it was expressed very differently. We go through these very different different. phases mm, yes. of worship, and people ask us a lot mm. about our style of worship, mm-hmm. and people have deep-seated opinions about it. So mm. let's throw that out there on the table. I'd like for you guys to solve it for us. Mm. So what's, wow. What wow. is the true way to worship? How? What are we trying to do? What are we mm. trying to accomplish? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think, Liz, I love what you, you said this morning just in conversation we were having about why is it important. Mm. I think that's a really good place to start. Yeah. Uh, so I, share what you shared this yeah. morning. I thought that was I mean. Worship in itself is, um, I think that we've used that language even, of Mm -hmm. worship is like love Mm -hmm. expressed, Mm -hmm. and that Luke 10, where he talks about love the Lord your God with all your mind, your heart, your Mm -hmm. soul, that is worship. Mm -hmm. Worship at its core is just love, and Mm -hmm. we're commanded Mm -hmm. by God Mm -hmm. to love Him. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the secondary of love your neighbor. And so there's that just worship in itself, which is why worship can be so many things mm-hmm. outside of musical mm-hmm. worship. Mm-hmm. Worship is what you do with your life. Mm-hmm. It's even last night at worship night, we did communion because mm-hmm. communion is an act of worship. Mm-hmm. There's so much that under the category and the like uh, banner of loving him. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why it's important is because we're commanded to and we're told mm-hmm. to. Um, and it's what God has told us to do. And it's so good for us is like the mm-hmm. kindness of the mm-hmm. Lord. Like kindness, I, I've been learning so much. The Lord has given me such a revelation of his kindness um, in the past mm-hmm. couple months and worship and how it was created and how it was created for him, but also to benefit us mm-hmm. is so kind. Mm-hmm. Um, it's such a loving father to give us this thing called worship mm-hmm. um, that actually is the most glorifying thing mm-hmm. to him him, mm-hmm. but it's also 
the best thing for us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so beautiful. I love it. Yeah, that's great. I mean, the only thing I would add to that is we, another thing you'll hear us say often is um, we minister out of the overflow. And yeah. I think when Liz yeah. was talking about, you know, the first commandment, second commandment, it's like thinking of it, you, you gave the analogy at one point of like pouring into a cup that mm-hmm. overflows and spills out. Mm-hmm. And love, loving God, centering around Him, it's a heart posture. Mm-hmm. Aaron, you said that last night at the end of the worship night. It's like, what's your heart aimed mm-hmm. at? When you get your heart in the right mm-hmm. place, everything else flows from that place. And that's mm-hmm. that's super important mm-hmm. to kind of lay the foundation for what worship is. Mm-hmm. It's not just singing. Mm-hmm. It's a holistic lifestyle mm-hmm. and how you're living your life under the banner of Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's good. So, um, yeah, that, that's all so good, guys. I think that, you know, one of the things that I often will try to get my head around is thinking through the lens of where everybody may be coming from. So mm-hmm. somebody who maybe grew up in church, mm-hmm. somebody who grew up in, a you know, hymns and organs mm-hmm. and pianos and pews, uh, somebody who maybe grew up in a maybe a Catholic setting, mm-hmm. uh, somebody who's just a non-believer doesn't buy into any of this, why should they worship? And I think that this mm-hmm. is where we, we've talked a little bit about the, the definition, Liz, you touched on it briefly about worship is love. But mm-hmm. I, I think even pulling one of the things I try to do oftentimes is frame it up for people to say, hey, regardless, so I didn't even say anything about God. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just take God out of the equation. Mm-hmm. You were made to worship, you're already worshiping, mm-hmm. you do it all the time, yeah. and you're really good at it. Yeah. Yeah. And we're like, what? I don't even believe yeah. in God. Yeah. And it's like, okay, let's go to a game. Yeah. Right. Let's go to a concert. Yeah. Right. Let's go to a great right. restaurant. Mm-hmm. And you will, anytime your your body becomes expressive, anytime you mm-hmm. jump up and down and give high fives, you celebrate, mm-hmm. you go to a concert and you sing out at the top of your lungs, you're expressing something, you're aiming mm-hmm. the affection within mm-hmm. your heart. So regardless of whether or not you believe in God, you're already doing that. Mm-hmm. Where did that come from? Mm-hmm. Like, why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. And I think that's oftentimes a helpful place for us to begin. The thing that gets under my skin is when I go to Colts games with people and they're losing their minds because mm-hmm. somebody scored a touchdown and then they come to church and they just stand there. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. And if they're not necessarily a Christian, I can understand, mm-hmm. but if they're a believer, yeah. they've responded to God, why would you just like yeah. stand there yeah. and be bored? Well, I mean... I. That's that's a really great conversation to have. I think some of it is environment. I mean, Aaron, like, you know, growing up in the Christian church, I remember back, you know, mm-hmm. in, in CCO, like, I remember... Greg seeing, Corona, if he's listening to the podcast, Greg, we're going to give you a shout you. out. Incredible yeah. worship leader. <laughs> have you ever told Liz so about Greg? <laughs> no, I haven't he would, really. He would end the worship sets in a round. Oh, yeah. Wow. We did so many rounds. It was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. The first time I heard a I mean, round... we've got our planning meeting today. We can... <laughs> like this side, row, row, row your boat no, type of do you, thing? No, do you know well, what a round is? I don't know what a we round is. We can do a round right You're now. You're on the right boat. You guys can. I would love to. You're in the right spot, though. You can He would have one side of the room, this section, start to sing, then another section come in what after another verse yeah and so it's all layered yeah and then but and then this and then at the end of the song there's just one oh. section over here that would end it and he would walk off the stage Dude. like a boss like, wow. like mic drop i mean epic and yeah. you know I, I remember say. as a college student i rededicated my life to christ every time he did it so greg crone if you're listening to the podcast you are the goat we owe you so much sorry i, love you, I interrupted no, you you're so fine no i think um you know, growing up in the church myself, in Christian church in particular, I, I mean, I could count maybe on one hand the amount of times I saw my parents express yeah. in, in a worship Same. set. Yeah. You know, a lot of that's the environment that you're mm-hmm. in. And I think whatever that looks like, mm-hmm. you bring into a context mm-hmm. like that, whether it's comfort, whether it's pride, whether mm-hmm. it's um, ignorance mm-hmm. to what am I actually doing here in this space? Mm-hmm. I think that's part of it. And then I also think, um, it's just we can't um, overstate this enough that it really is this idea of like not getting tied into what is done, but who it's for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like when you really fully understand that, mm-hmm. um, it changes the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, it changes your perspective. Mm-hmm. It changes, again, the heart posture piece. Mm-hmm. When you understand that, it, it changes everything. Mm-hmm. So I think that's important. It's like the um, the hunger piece mm-hmm. uh, in worship and a lot of like whenever I fast, I'll just take notes of like feel like physical feelings. Mm-hmm. And when you're hungry, 
nothing sounds bad or tastes bad. Mm. And so I think there's a hunger mm. piece there of when yeah. you're walking into worship hungry, mm. nothing, as mm. long as the Lord is there, nothing's yeah. going to taste bad. Right. Right. And so it's that like, oh, I didn't get anything out of worship today. Man, mm. I don't like those songs. Mm. Were you hungry? Mm-hmm. Um, were you hungry for Him yeah. and yeah. nothing else? Yeah. Mm. It's not saying that having a preference or anything is bad. No. Like I think yeah. us carrying that to the table is actually mm-hmm. beautiful, yeah. and it actually brings mm. like pieces of that diversity that like each person represents something together it's beautiful Mm -hmm. and it's a great representation of kingdom but Mm -hmm. if you're just walking in hungry for the lord and saying the lord was there Mm -hmm. um that's the most Mm -hmm. beautiful piece of that if you're hungry nothing tastes bad Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's good that's so good yeah yeah it's very Mm -hmm. good um, I'd be curious, uh, as you're just kind of hinting at, that you, you've been around the game for, for a long time, yeah, since the 90s. Bit, you know, yeah. uh, Liz, we won't <laughs> talk about how old you were uh, when Lena was leading worship. but uh, I don't think she was born. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. I wasn't going to say it. Now, I'm just I'm kidding. I'm 30 this month. Oh, that's true. Hey. Wow. This month? Yeah. Oh, really? Hmm. Right, yeah. What? Big 3-0, 26. 20, oh, the 26th. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. I'll have to remember that. Okay, mm. go ahead. No, proceed, proceed, no, right. that's fine. Um... I was curious of seeing so many different, um, I guess, ways worship has been expressed corporately through mm. the church. Mm-hmm. What is it about like this time, this season mm-hmm. that has you excited that maybe wasn't mm. there in the seasons before? Yeah, I think um, um, I, when you said, what you said about hunger, Liz, mm-hmm. I think is, is a really important piece of it. Like right now, the world is so jacked up. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much hopelessness. There's so much fear, anxiety, all those things. And I think, Aaron, it's like what we've talked about several times. It's like when you couple lament mm-hmm. with praise, mm-hmm. man, that is a potent yes. mm-hmm. uh, concoction. Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. and honestly, Liz, what we talked about the other day of like this side of heaven, this is the time. only time yeah. we mm-hmm. get to worship from a place of pain mm-hmm. and trial. Yes. And that's powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh, think of David. Um, who mm. was in pain and, and just locked in a cave, mm. I mean, trapped and hopeless. And yet you read some of these Psalms and it's like some of the most yeah. potent, mm. like God-focused, honoring, mm. joyful, celebratory mm. Psalms. And so, I don't know, I think that this season, um, Aaron, you've said this a hundred times, mm. the darker the world gets, mm. the brighter yeah. that Jesus mm. becomes. And I feel like that's what we're experiencing, mm. um, an awakening, a, a reawakening. And for the first time, my eyes are open and I see there's hope. Mm-hmm. People need it, man. Mm. And um, I just think it's a really interesting moment in history uh, yeah. that the church can really, really make some waves. Mm. I think we saw a taste of that last night, mm-hmm. referencing the worship yeah. night. Mm-hmm. I mean, it felt very palpable mm-hmm. in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, not only for us, but even I've talked to a handful of other pastors from across the country that have had some worship nights, and they're saying the same thing, mm-hmm. that like there's a, more of a hunger that people are bringing yep. to that time, which I think is evident of the times, but it's it, it's it's also encouraging yep. as to where we might be headed, um, you know, in the days uh, that are coming ahead. Yep. Yep. Um, I, I've noticed that we, well, I don't know, maybe you guys do, maybe you get it, but I, I don't get nearly as much criticism about our worship as what I used to. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. you guys do. <laughs> or maybe it's just not getting to you. Uh, or now that I've episode, said that, then yeah. people are going to send it in. But, you know, we used to get it like all the time, mm-hmm. you know, whether it was too loud or mm-hmm. I don't like that song or whatever. And it, it seems to be there's a much sweeter spirit mm-hmm. uh, within the life of our church. I'm sure there's probably somebody that doesn't like everything that we do. Sure. But, um, but and it's really not so much about that. I mean, we would be the first to say, okay, sure. do we need to adjust yeah. something yes. or yeah. redirect something? I mean, worship is not about us. It's not mm-hmm. about the show. We want to do it well. But even for me, like when I think about how we do it, mm-hmm. you know, right now there's an expression of, of mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the way that we express, and I'm talking about the musical mode, because mm-hmm. we've already said that mm-hmm. worship exists mm-hmm. outside of mm-hmm. song mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. instrument. Mm-hmm. But song and instrument are used scripturally mm-hmm. in the Psalms. We see that. Um, but every stage of history and church history, the worship always reflected the culture of the times in mm-hmm. which they were in. Mm-hmm. So it's like, where did the piano come from? Mm-hmm. It came from mm-hmm. the saloon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the church didn't invent it. You know, the church mm-hmm. takes it from culture and redeems yep. it. So yeah. there's yeah. that whole thing of reject, 
redeem, mm -hmm. um, restore mm -hmm. that which is mm -hmm. in culture. And so I think a lot of times people would look at maybe what the church is doing and say, well, you're just trying to mimic the mm -hmm. culture. And I would say, no, we're trying to redeem it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And even you walk into our room. I loved our room last night, by the way. Mm -hmm. I don't even... I mean, so grateful for you guys because <laughs> if worship was up to me, it would just be... Uh, you know, we turn on the lights in the room and walk in, and mm -hmm. I don't know how you do all the stuff you guys yeah. do. But, yeah. um, but cameras and uh -huh. screens uh -huh. and lights uh -huh. and moving images, and people might look at that and go, that just looks like a show. Mm -hmm. But if you read Revelation 4, it looks yeah. very yeah. Yeah. reminiscent of Revelation 4. Mm -hmm. There was lights mm -hmm. and there was the sea of glass that was mm -hmm. calm. Why would, he, why would John tell us it was calm? Well, because acoustically, mm -hmm. the sound would bounce off mm -hmm. the water. Mm -hmm. And, um, and but long before Justin Bieber and mm -hmm. Kanye oh, yeah. and all the concerts, mm -hmm. yep. you have Revelation 4. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the church is bringing it back to that. So now, does every church need to do lights and cameras? No, mm -hmm. no. no. There's multiple ways in which we worship. So why have right. we chosen this pathway? Yeah, mm -hmm. yes, that's a great question. And one thing I'll just say before we kind of get into that is there is so much intentionality that goes into camera shots, mm -hmm. into lighting, into... There's so many conversations that, you know, the church at large just does isn't able to be in the rooms for mm -hmm. that I'm so thankful for, number one, thankful for who we have here on the team. Because um, there's there's rarely, if ever, a conversation where we go to program... and. I'm by program, I mean like creating lighting looks mm -hmm. and camera shots and sound and the way we design things that we're not going in with the attitude or the heart posture of what's going to like engage the room mm -hmm. with the content. Mm -hmm. Content is critical. Mm -hmm. Are the lyrics right? Theologically, mm -hmm. are they accurate? Mm -hmm. And we talk um, a lot about that. Are we mm -hmm. Jesus-centered? Are yeah. we promoting Him above everything else? Right. And when we do that, everything starts to become authentically accurate mm -hmm. uh, to the gospel. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's got to be central. And that, that's how our team operates. So anytime we're going to these, you talk about lighting and sound, all this stuff. Even last night, we tried some new camera angles because of what the night was. It's they a worship killer. night. Mm -hmm. looked amazing. Yeah. Part we'll, of it was because people were so engaged in the room. <laughs> for sure. They're like, we would love to show pictures of the crowd on Sunday, but... They're, yeah. they're standing there with their resting Bible faces, and they don't look happy to be there. That's so true. You heard it here. That's Why do you true. Put that yeah. on camera. Yeah, that's so true. But like last night, it was like let's let's show our church gathered holistically, yeah. and let's show them going after God. And so a lot of those camera shots re represented that. So there's a lot of conversation and planning that goes into anything that we do. Um, why we've chosen it, I think there's you know we've talked a lot about just strategies and like some of it is like who are you. Aaron, like mm -hmm. as a leader of this church, our communities, the people that are showing up, there's just a lot of inputs that go into that yeah. and a lot of prayer, mm -hmm. like yeah. as we navigate and move forward. And I would even say over the six years, we've changed, mm -hmm. we've grown, we've morphed. It's all kind of from stylistic and like mm -hmm. content and like mm -hmm. the way we do things, talking points, it's grown mm -hmm. over six years. That's been a lot of the Lord leading us, but also within the parameters of who are we mm -hmm. um, as leadership, as a church, mm -hmm. who are we? And that's been a lot of what's kind of dictated that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I mean, it's something that I've struggled with a lot mm -hmm. to say, we don't need it. Mm -hmm. Like, I've sat with the Lord a lot about like, man, we don't need this, so why? Mm -hmm. Like, why are we going after the excellence piece or mm -hmm. the and really wrestled that, mm -hmm. but it goes back to that cult Jesus spoke to culture all the time mm -hmm. and he spoke to where people were at. Mm -hmm. And if we can create an environment where someone can walk in and it's the table is set for them mm -hmm. to come and to meet with the Lord, then it's worth it. Mm -hmm. And so I've wrestled with that a lot of we we also have that understanding of we don't need it. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's an important mm -hmm. place to be mm -hmm. of even if the Lord took it away, mm -hmm. we would still know how to worship. Mm -hmm. um, like we would still be able to enter in. And so I think that's honestly, we're stewarding it mm -hmm. in a space that he keeps giving more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think that there's that understanding for a team of like, we don't need yeah. all mm -hmm. of the shiny things, yeah. um, but it's where the Lord has us right mm -hmm. now. And it's what he's asking yeah. of us. Mm -hmm. um, and we're going to steward it really well and mm -hmm. continue to create environments and spaces mm -hmm. where people can meet with him yeah. and commune with him. That's yeah. really that's really good, Liz. One thing I'll add to that. I mean, great example would be like our all staff meeting we just yeah. had last yeah. week. Um, 
same songs. Mm-hmm. Pretty stripped down. Way yes. stripped down. Mm-hmm. One lighting look, mm-hmm. nothing on the screen. Like yeah. very basic. But again, it's mm-hmm. it's authentically accurate. Yes. Mm-hmm. Content is right. It's gospel centered. She's mm-hmm. focused. And, and it's still so beautiful. Right. And the yeah. team is so, we're so uh, centralized around that mm-hmm. and bought into that, that it doesn't matter what context it's right. in, it's, it's going to be focused. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Authenticity. I think that's the big yeah. thing. Yes. You know? And I think if I think your your guys's hearts really came through last night, mm. and so when the heart's not there, if you're just up there doing a show, yeah. Yeah. then the lights yeah. and all the stuff it makes you nauseous. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But if the, if you're authentically leading us into the throne room of God, yeah. the lights and the atmosphere create an aesthetic that that draws us in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm even thinking about the person that wouldn't automatically be there mm-hmm. spiritually speaking but they walk into that room because we are environment matters yes. it does environment yes. matters it's huge it's yep. huge and a lot of this goes i mean thank god for the artists in our world mm-hmm. otherwise mm-hmm. it would be but i'm not necessarily an artist mm-hmm. um but i'm so grateful for them yeah. because otherwise our world would be so bland and so boring and coffee houses you know going into a coffee house where it's just white walls and fluorescent lights would yeah. be so bogus for sure but i think have, but i think environment matters and yeah. otherwise like why I, I just keep going back to revelation 4 it's been such an informative yeah. passage for yeah. me in understanding this is that john is describing light mm-hmm. and uh-huh. emerald and carnelian yeah. and yeah. all these yes. like and all this like sound and so why in the throne room of god if it didn't matter like Yep. Would you mention it? Mm-hmm. So I think it's it's a matter of placing our priorities yeah. right in the right space and making sure that we know that we're not just in there trying to like dazzle. Yeah. We're in there trying to create an aesthetic that will assist yeah. people entering into mm-hmm. the very presence of God. You know, and you I'm gonna come back to what you said about you you've kind of felt our hearts last night in in a full confession. Like it was it was hard going into last night. I think there was a lot of things on the table for us as a worship team and and, mm-hmm. and production teams of like, you know, two years ago, uh, right before the pandemic shut down, we had one yeah. of these incredible, mm-hmm. like life altering nights of worship. Mm-hmm. Um there was there was a little bit of pressure there of like, man, we gotta we gotta you know, live up to the thing. Mm-hmm. We got to get to the bar. Mm-hmm. And and I think one of the things that our executive pastor, Greg, mentioned in a meeting that set with me so hard of mm-hmm. like, could we walk out of tonight mm-hmm. um, and it be high energy, mm-hmm. fun, the team crushed it, mm-hmm. and yet God wasn't in it. Mm-hmm. And that wrecked me mm-hmm. because I never mm-hmm. want that to be the case mm-hmm. in anything that we do, mm-hmm. that we walk out and it was amazing, mm-hmm. but yet God wasn't in it. Mm-hmm. And so that was really a central prayer for us. I think in different ways it played mm-hmm. out, but even like last night before we got together, we had all the um, guest experience volunteers in the room as a lot of our staff. Mm-hmm. We just huddled up and said, don't let that be it tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, show up. You mm-hmm. do what you want to do. We're ready for whatever you want to do. Yeah. And I think that is just, that's huge. Yeah. That was hard though. It was. Yeah. It's the learning of expect expectation without ex- expectancy without expectation yes. like that's such a hard anticipate but don't speculate mm. yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. it's like yes. how do you it's yeah. so hard to do but it's so beautiful mm. because we should be expectant yeah. but mm. um letting that just be open hands yeah. Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah it's sort of like um preparing the logs for a fire, but mm-hmm. you're not responsible for the flame. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so, so good. So it's like we're going to bring like everything to yep. it and mm-hmm. then yep. trust that, but we're not going to try to manufacture flame. Mm-hmm. If you try to manufacture flame, it's yeah. fake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think getting to the place, Aaron, where if he doesn't light it, mm-hmm. I trust you. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's super hard, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to like our worlds yeah. of we've put all this energy in. We're like... Yeah. Let's go. I'm ready. Yeah. We're expecting of this thing to happen. Mm-hmm. And what if it doesn't happen? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, that's pretty much every time we preach, Ryan. <laughs> Fair. We're like, God, I'm coming expected with these notes. Yes. <laughs> Nothing happened. Nothing happened. But <laughs> I think you felt that pressure, though, when you're getting into it. And just because you can't sense it, you have this, at least I do, you have this moment of like, I got a match in my pocket. I know I can mm-hmm. get a response. Oh, oh yeah. I know Ooh. I can do something here. Yep. But then, if you go back to the, is it authentic? Mm-hmm. No, I'm my. I could manipulate this situation, mm-hmm. and that's like that tension of no, 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 no. I'm putting it out there. Yep. God, I believe you gave me this. This is where you've led us. And even if I can't see it, I know that there's a spark here. I know there's a. I know this can do more yep. 
leaving it than me trying to control yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and that's that authenticity piece. That's mm-hmm. that like trust and like mm-hmm. I, I, I'm authentically letting go. Mm-hmm. This is not mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, a couple of things I want to say here. Um, you know, uh, we've brought up, and I do want to talk a little bit about the symbiotic nature between mm-hmm. teaching ministry and worship ministry. And what we do, we mm-hmm. we on Sundays. You know, I want to talk a little bit more about that. But you know, Ryan, you just mentioned something about hey, I got a match in my pocket. Mm-hmm. This idea of like emotional manipulation. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we live in. I think I just heard the latest statistics are pretty alarming. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get it possibly wrong, so I'm not mm-hmm. going to actually exactly quote it, but there's like a certain percentage of people that are certifiably narcissist in our mm-hmm. society. It's mm-hmm. a strikingly high number, wow. and it's actually mm-hmm. increased. Wow. And it's a lot of – it's due to childhood trauma, which mm-hmm. only has continued to increase. Mm-hmm. So narcissists are manipulators. Mm-hmm. So I think that – I think for anybody that's maybe skeptical in mm-hmm. nature, mm-hmm. maybe they're not an artist, mm-hmm. maybe they're more of an intellect, maybe mm-hmm. they're, um, you know um, – not very emotional. Mm-hmm. They walk into a worship setting. I I, I um, force myself to read comments and mm-hmm. books and uh-huh. articles by people who don't believe, and, mm-hmm. the, and specifically their impressions of what we do in a, in, uh-huh. a, in church. Mm-hmm. And they'll oftentimes say it's weird, mm-hmm. or that's just strange, or it's just mm-hmm. emotional manipulation, or you're just getting caught up in the moment, mm-hmm. or whatever. Let's speak to that a little bit. Like, what would you say to somebody who? First of all, I think we have to be really guarded over. Like we never want to emotionally manipulate mm-hmm. anyone, mm-hmm. and it's not just about like emotion for emotion's mm-hmm. sake. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so, what would you say to somebody who's just uncomfortable coming in? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to raise my hands. Like, mm-hmm. why should I? You know, Liz, how do I get hungry for a God mm-hmm. I don't believe yeah. in? You know, yeah. It's, yeah. so I mean, it's like, yeah. how do we speak to to that issue? What what is there something there mm-hmm. for them? Is worship beneficial to that mindset? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I, well, I want to get to that in a second, mm-hmm. but I think one thing I would say for us mm-hmm. that's really key, I think, and you said this to me when I first started on staff, but perceived authenticity is also very important. Mm-hmm. I know for myself, um, I'm on 11 mm-hmm. most times. And so, <laughs> thank you. And so coming into a gathering, I might start at a seven and a half mm-hmm. because I know that person's out there and I want to make sure that I'm not coming in at 11 and mm-hmm. leaving them behind. Mm-hmm. Hey, come with us. My mm-hmm. job, our job on a weekend is to say, hey, I've been on the mountaintop mm-hmm. with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Let me take you by the hand and help you see him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so doing that might require me to come in at a seven and a half mm-hmm. and eight and I'll get to 11 at some mm-hmm. point. <laughs> but and, and I think then the second piece of that that's really important for this conversation is, are you the same on the platform mm-hmm. as you are in the lobby, yeah. off yeah. the platform? Yeah. Right. That's critical. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because if they see me up there going crazy and having mm-hmm. a great time and then I'm I'm looking a little angry or mm-hmm. I'm down or I'm that that's not good because mm-hmm. it is a disconnect mm-hmm. then and you're allowing space for questions and like oh that's weird mm-hmm. like that's not really who they are and that's really a really important piece of that conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a resting sad face. Mm-hmm. You- <laughs> Just thought I'd put that out there, you know. It's just, it's just I, a very concerned face. <laughs> That's what it is. The amount it's of people concerned. that say, "Are you okay?" Yeah. I'm like, "I'm just resting." Like I'm so, really happy yeah, right now. So if anybody still... sees me in the lobby, I look like I'm gonna cry. It's just gonna I'm just cry. in no, rest, she's just very man. Yeah, yeah, she's real serious. People always ask if I'm tired, which is the worst. I'm like, no, my uh, eyes are just great. like this. I'm sorry, my eyes are like this. <laughs> but I think even with like this, uh, the skeptic or mm. the. Um, intellect mm-hmm. or I like I would say me too mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. I was in that boat for mm-hmm. a very long time mm-hmm. of I my feeling didn't match what mm-hmm. I thought either it should be or mm-hmm. I was waiting on a feeling mm-hmm. because I was like okay here I am mm-hmm. I don't feel this thing that this person yeah. is feeling mm-hmm. I don't feel um, the Lord. I don't feel these things that people are telling me that I should feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, what am I doing wrong? Mm-hmm. What, like, there's just so much in me that I was skeptical. Mm-hmm. And um, I still struggle with certain moments where I'm like, mm. um, mm-hmm. and so it's not completely gone, but I will say that in that, there have been so many moments that when it's just me and the Lord, and I was even skeptical in those moments that the Lord was like, no, just be undignified with me. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't yeah. until I got to a place where I said, well, mm-hmm. uh, 
I'm not going to care about the feeling. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go after this no matter mm-hmm. what I feel like. Mm-hmm. And in that place, it's actually birthed mm-hmm. a feeling. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've actually grown in my um, ability to discern mm-hmm. and feel the Lord because I threw out my intellect and my ability to um, feel like I should do a certain thing or feel Mm. a certain way. Nine times out of 10, I don't feel a certain way. Mm. Um, Thinking about Jesus makes me very emotional and Mm. I like crying. I cry all the time. Um, But as far as like, even last night we were talking, like Mm -hmm. for me last night, even at worship night, there were so many moments Mm -hmm. where I was like, Lord, I don't feel you. Mm -hmm. I don't feel what you're doing in the Mm -hmm. room. I Mm -hmm. really had to be intentional to like not rely on a feeling, Mm -hmm. but rely on Mm -hmm. truth. Exactly. And rely on, well, I'm going to bring the sacrifice anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think there is something beautiful about going there anyway, Mm -hmm. no matter the feeling. Mm -hmm. There are going to be the feelers. There are always Mm -hmm. the feelers in the sure. room, um, and that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've really had to learn what it means mm-hmm. to bring the sacrifice, mm-hmm. no matter what I feel. And so, but I think there's beauty in that, and I think yeah. the Lord meets you there, and I think mm-hmm. He's very kind to give that to you. And it's about asking, too. Yeah. There's so much of, like, in certain seasons of, Lord, I need that mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. Like, I need you to show up in a way that I can like mm. have a feeling because I don't get that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, I would say to the person that's walking in and skeptic or mm. um, mm-hmm. doesn't feel anything, I would yeah. say me too. Yeah, like for sure. um, I'm for not sure. exempt from that either. But in those moments, I will still mm. go there yeah. and I will still bring a sacrifice. Yes. Um, yeah. And uh, I think he always meets us there. Yeah. So and, and I would say to that person too, there's space for you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, Absolutely. I mean, just like you said, me too. Yeah, mm-hmm. but man, you're welcome here. Yes. Like, none of us have it figured out. Yeah. Like, we're all in process, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. We're all broken. We're all in that space. So, different degrees, fine. Mm-hmm. Different parts of the journey, fine. But it's mm-hmm. a process. Mm-hmm. Sanctification is a process. Yeah. It's a journey. And, and I'd say it's a spectrum too. Of like, even when you said like, my I'm at eleven. Your, even your ten is very different than my ten. You know what I mean? My yeah. ten sure. is your sure. four. Sure. Yeah. Um, Three. So being able to and I see that sometimes that people's joy gets taken away from them because they don't respond uh-huh. maybe as someone around them is. And then that mm-hmm. what's happening here steals from what God is trying to do mm-hmm. in front of me. And the other thing I would say, which for the skeptic, which I know it helped me um, coming to church for the first time in my 20s, like, and you guys have stepped into this space really beautifully of teaching moments within worship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you step into a song, that I mean, there's rich theology in it. And by taking a few moments to, to explain why this is good, yeah. why the people next to you are going to be shouting or why they're going to mm-hmm. be crying, mm-hmm. it's because the God is like mm-hmm. this. Yes. And anytime like that connected for me of my intellect with my emotion, mm-hmm. and I think you guys do that beautifully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I would say I, what I've loved about Trader's Point in general is the combination of those mm-hmm. two things I think are done mm-hmm. consistently. Mm-hmm. It's head and heart. Mm-hmm. Like it, um, One is not more important than the other. It all matters. Mm-hmm. And we bring that to the table every single time. And I think that's really, yeah. really mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. It's worshiping in spirit and truth. Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Yeah. Or even another way of saying it, I mean, you guys have heard me talk about him a lot. My preaching heroes, Martin Lloyd-Jones mm-hmm. from... He preached in London during World War II. And Martin Lloyd-Jones was this tiny little Welsh uh, English preacher who probably wouldn't translate overly well to mm-hmm. nowadays. Mm-hmm. You can listen to all of his sermons online. So, Liz, I'll oh, send you cool. the link there so you go. can look yeah. at it. But, it, but he speaks go. in this like shrill, <laughs> he speaks in this kind of like tenor, kind of shrill voice, mm-hmm. very thick Welsh accent. Reading him may be a little bit more easy mm-hmm. to comprehend. But during his day, like mighty. Mm-hmm. And he was an intellect. Mm-hmm. Um, he was verse by verse, like, mm. he, you know, we spent 11 weeks in Romans, he spent three years. I mean, wow. it was just wow. very much, but MLJ uh, was um, also very um, more charismatic mm-hmm. than most of the preachers of that era who were in the intellectual Mm -hmm. camp. So he would talk about how preaching, Mm -hmm. he said, some preachers are all light and no fire, Mm -hmm. meaning like they're all truth, but no passion. Mm -hmm. Some are all passion, but no truth. Mm -hmm. And he said, preaching, biblical preaching Mm -hmm. is theology on fire. Mm -hmm. It's like logic on fire. And that's, I think, a little bit of what we're talking about is that we don't want to just create like this... 
emotional experience that just runs the gamut and it's confusing and Mm -hmm. it's emotional and we don't understand what's happening, but we, but it's, it's, but the combination it's they're, they're coupled together. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, Light and fire, Mm -hmm. uh, truth and passion. Um, and I think when that combination happens, it's a very powerful thing. And then it rings true and it's yeah. very authentic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Logic on fire. I love that. Mm. Yeah. That's the tattoo I want to get. I thought I was going to say. You went, yeah. I've actually been talking about it a long time. I need to put up or shut up. <laughs> I, I just don't have an artist to draw it yet. Mm. But So if there's any artist that draws an amazing picture of logic on fire, yeah. then... Yeah, we can find up. an artist. We'll find you an and artist. We'll, we'll see how that I happens. See that. I also have another idea for a tattoo, but Lindsay won't let me get it. So. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've told you about yeah, that you one. Yeah, you should. Yeah, I, maybe you don't want to say. <laughs> so much no. suspense, yeah. No. I want to get a tattoo of my wife as a warrior princess on oh, my shoulder. Yeah. Amazing. Uh-huh. Amazing. But she. That's real? Like, that's a real thing. It's real. Wow. It's real. But she doesn't want me to get oh. it. So, but anyway. I love I'm that. a loving husband. So, I want to talk a little bit about, um, but, you know, just in the kind of the remainder of our time, um, a, a little bit more maybe kind of transitioning to the weekend, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, how do we go into the weekend? How do we plan? Yeah. What does that look like? Even for the people that are coming to church every week, you know, is it just random? We mm-hmm. just kind of pick our three favorite yeah. songs yeah. and mm-hmm. what, what are we trying to do there with that? So let's talk a little bit about weekend. Philosophy. Yeah, it's definitely random. We roll a dice. And <laughs> soon have, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Liz, why don't you talk about the planning side? Cause you yeah. guys do a ton of yeah. pre-planning and conversation and yeah. Yeah. Um, I won't go into all of our process yeah, because sure. you can send me an email. <laughs> um, but yeah, there is a, a technical process to a lot of what we do, but there is, um, just a lot of intentionality with, mm. we have a certain amount of time every Sunday, mm. um, to gather and to first and foremost, mm-hmm. bless the Lord mm-hmm. and then to gather as believers. And, um, there's a lot that we have uh, kind of rallied around as a team mm-hmm. as far as a structure, if you will, for our sets of um, we've really been rallying around the enter his gates with pray, thanksgiving mm-hmm. and his courts with mm-hmm. praise, mm-hmm. Um, that that is so intentional and that thanksgiving does something. Mm-hmm. Um, thanksgiving does something to us. Mm-hmm. It does something to our hearts. He doesn't need our thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. He actually commanded us to do that because it was good kindness Mm -hmm. man he's so kind um and so he instructed us to do that because as we give thanks Mm -hmm. it's actually re-posturing our hearts Mm -hmm. it's actually putting us in a place Mm -hmm. um that we can then Mm -hmm. worship him and behold Mm -hmm. him Mm -hmm. and so what we try to do is start those sets with that's why we love i thank god Mm -hmm. um that's why we love gratitude Mm -hmm. like there's so many songs that we have that are that gratitude that mm-hmm. pr- like I'm just entering with a heart, heart of praise and gratitude. And so um, we try to start there and then enter into just worship mm-hmm. and beholding mm-hmm. out of that. And so after we can invite everybody in, mm-hmm. let's give them gratitude mm-hmm. and praise. Mm-hmm. Then we enter into this place of we're just going to behold him. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We've also been rallying around this. Um, you can't be thankful for what you haven't received. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so also teaching yeah. and giving those moments where we can connect some dots mm-hmm. for people mm-hmm. of, um, hey, this is why we're thankful. Mm-hmm. Like these are the things um, that we're thankful for. And so it brings you to a place where your only response mm-hmm. is to say, yeah. you're worthy. Mm-hmm. You're so worthy of our yeah. praise. Um, and so we usually try to, we've got so many songs that are just high praise yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, very vertical. And then in the set, ending in a place that we can then just encounter and intercede. Mm -hmm. And a lot of last night, even worship Mm -hmm. night, we structured that way Mm -hmm. um, with I thank God and gratitude Mm -hmm. in the middle, just with here I am to worship Alpha and Omega, Mm -hmm. ending with same God and rest on us, where it's just this moment of when we behold him, Mm -hmm. he rides in on our praise Mm -hmm. and then he does what he does. Mm -hmm. And so he's in there and we're just interceding and we're just having, there's just ministry happening in the room. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of the... um, like structure that we try mm-hmm. to do. Now, mm-hmm. the Lord can do whatever He wants. Sure, We're yeah. not bound to anything, but that's always, we have a planning team. And so there's a myself and a few of our other worship leaders. We just sit in a room. We've got instruments. We play through a set. We pray through the set. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we actually get on stage uh, the next week with a few more of our worship leaders and we play through the set. Mm-hmm. Um, we feel things out. Hey, are there moments that need to happen here? Um, we always are intentional of what we want to plan really well on the front end so that we're able to pivot in a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't 
want to walk in without mm-hmm. a plan. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much beauty to planning something mm-hmm. because yeah. it actually positions you to yeah. be able to say, yes. no, the spirit's moving. Mm-hmm. Yes. I need to say something. Yeah. Um, there was a few weekends ago that was so fun. Well, um, two yeah. ago, to be exact. It was so great because we got to do that in yeah. a moment, yeah. but it was because of the planning on the front end and the obedience yeah. to mm-hmm. say, yeah. um, if the Holy Spirit can speak in a moment, mm-hmm. he can speak five weeks before That's too. Right. Um, and so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, I mean, he, so God is a, he is a God of order. Yes, mm-hmm. not, not chaos. chaos. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he can speak in planning at any point. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think it plays itself out. And sometimes he does. Out. He does. There are things that he speaks five weeks before yeah. that we see fruit of mm-hmm. five weeks after. Well, we get to, and we get to the weekend and it's like you or you are somewhere and it's like we plan that mm-hmm. so far back. We are yes. synced. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't happen. Those that the, happens oh, those all the, the best spirit moments. sync. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what we call that. <laughs> yes. But we get to that moment. That happens all the time. Yeah. Um, and it's like we are locked in. Mm-hmm. Right. And we were months, weeks right. ahead. Right. Oh, yeah. But he knows. He knows what he wants to do. And it just takes us being intentional to listen. And, and I think that's what I would point out for you guys yeah. and your team. Very thankful for that because that mm-hmm. takes a lot of intentionality. It takes mm-hmm. a lot of prayer. It takes mm-hmm. a lot of consideration, conversation, yeah. um, working through pieces. And that, that that's not easy to do. Mm-hmm. And it takes a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that picture. And there's, there's a guy on staff. He was talking about something different, but I think it relates to this as well of – we want to show up with a plan, but to think of it more of a a game plan versus a blueprint. Yes. So the idea yeah, yeah. of a blueprint, it's fixed, it's decided. Yeah. Yeah. We can't make any changes without a lot. Right. But mm-hmm. more so of like a football team shows up with a game plan. We have an idea. Yeah. We have some plays we want to run. We're going to get up there. But if the defense looks different than we thought it did, yeah. mm-hmm. if somebody gets hurt, whatever yeah. it is, we have enough that we can make some changes yep. uh, in the yep. moment, which right. you guys do beautifully. Yeah, and we I mean, it's taken a lot of growth to get there, sure. too, um, on just the technical side of oh, things man. to be able to pivot mm-hmm. um, and to put... We've got talkback mics on the stage where it's only in the band's ears. And mm-hmm. so if there is a moment... Landon got on it a few weekends ago and was like, hey, we're going to stop right here because mm-hmm. there's something going on and I need to speak to it. And mm-hmm. so it's taken us a long time to get to that point where technically we can pivot, but mm-hmm. it's so important to... Yeah, have that mm-hmm. the structure and yeah. the yeah. Um, plan in place yeah. so that we can pivot. Yeah, and a shout out. I mean, to our production production team, team I mean, is amazing. You know, it's really as um, on the worship side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always that tension between production, which is I need my list, I need mm-hmm. to make sure we're mm-hmm. we're fine. You know, and they have done such a phenomenal job yes, under incredible. Corey Corey Eagleson's mm-hmm. leadership mm-hmm. and Ryan Eads, and mm-hmm. just to how can we be more nimble, mm-hmm. so that when the game plan mm-hmm. changes, we can change with it. Yeah. And yes. they're putting systems in play. It's been amazing to yeah. watch. Yeah, because yeah. the message is rarely done before Wednesday or Thursday. <laughs> which actually, I just want to remind everybody that in, in church world, like we're way early. Like mm. I wasn't going to say it, but everybody yeah. I talk to, it's like Friday, Saturday. Friday, wow. Saturday. Just throwing it out there. No, I, yeah. I've, right. I, we, we've spoiled our team. <laughs> I sent out my notes a couple us. hours ago and that was like considered way late. Yeah. But, yeah. but, but, we, but you, you guys are putting sets together mm-hmm. five, six weeks in advance yeah. of that. And like you even said, yeah. it's amazing how oftentimes there's yeah. a symbiotic oh, yeah. nature to that. Yeah. But we'll sit down, you know, Wednesday yeah. afternoon where I'll actually be able to talk out the message out loud with you guys. And mm-hmm. it's amazing to watch you guys pivot. Mm-hmm. Primarily, it's mm-hmm. usually the song after. Yeah. Yeah. There might yeah. be a song yeah. before. But how, how do we kind of work together yeah. to kind of coincide? Because yeah. mm-hmm. it's so important. Like the... You guys have heard me talk about this, even with our host messaging, mm-hmm. even with our hosting, like mm-hmm. the way we do it is like, it's all, I always picture our experiences, anything we create is like a, it's like a wagon mm-hmm. wheel and each element mm-hmm. is a spoke in the wheel. It all makes the wheel. It's mm-hmm. one big moment. Mm-hmm. And if we can get our people to experience the moment from the, when they get on our yeah. campus yeah. till they leave our campus, yeah. it is one big thing mm-hmm. that's all working together, pointing yeah. towards the same thing. Yes. That's really, really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as we kind of wrap up here, what's uh, what's next for the worship ministry of our church? Mm. <laughs> Why did everyone look at me Ryan, like what I do you have think we should do? Ryan, has anything to do with that? <laughs> More oh, Ryan uh, yeah. singing or tambourine. Yeah. Ryan's do you remember, remember though when my mic was still on oh, and you wow. were in worship? Yeah, so Liz led worship while listen. I'm. Not singing, just yelling loudly um, into a microphone. And I heard your prayer afterward for a lot of people, but never change your mix right yeah. before that reprise song. I heard Ryan just blessing the Lord mm. in that reprise at the end of the but service. But you guys fascinate me. Uh, for those that don't know, I didn't know. Those ears that are connected to them have so many things going on within them that they are hearing as they yes. sing, sometimes yes. including me, yeah. saying horrible yeah. things. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. It takes a lot of a lot of see, yeah. Yeah. If you were to, if we were just to let you hear what it sounded like, it's yeah. it's chaos. There's a lot going on. If you see the ear pop out, that's yeah. a sign yeah. of I'm pulling I'm the, ear up. the Lord. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, back to the so. back to the having people in your ears, man. We've got all got stories mm. of oh, people yeah. eating mints mm. uh, during talking points. <laughs> I won't throw the name out there for that was. I love you. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, pretty wild. Uh. What's next, Liz? That's, I know. Wow. That's next. a huge question. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And I wasn't thinking about it at all. I was thinking about your beautiful singing voice. Um, man. I, I wanna, uh, while you're thinking yeah, about yeah, that, yeah. I think getting into the weeds, I think, um, again, not to reference last night too much, mm-hmm. but I, I do think that it's a continuation of, of that. Mm-hmm. Meaning, not that we're just doing worship nights all the time, mm-hmm. but it's that hunger. It's it's continuing yeah. to lean into that space. And I would even say um, there was something um, really tangible about in the in the room, like you could feel it mm-hmm. um, about the expression in Spanish, mm-hmm. the, the the moment yes. of just like saying, yeah. "Hey, I see you. Yes. We're in this yeah, together." Yeah, yeah. There was Beautiful. something unifying in spirit in that moment. And just from the highest level, I think just continuing to ask those questions, mm-hmm. how can we do that? How can we pursue that? Mm-hmm. How can we lean into that? How can we teach our people this is important mm-hmm. right. and how to educate them well on how to pursue Him mm-hmm. together? Because, mm-hmm. man, there's something so powerful. I said it last night probably a hundred times about the church gathered mm-hmm. that is just unique, yeah. yes. um, all focused in one space yes. after one God. That is really, really powerful. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah, I think, man, what's next? What's next would be awesome to have worship night on Sunday. Mm. Like for worship Seeing night yeah. to be Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. for that to just overflow into all of our gatherings. Yeah. Like, um, man, that would be awesome. And that's always on our heart is yeah. how can how can we steward that and how yeah. can we teach that? Yeah. And yeah. um how can we do our best with what the Lord's put in front of us to get to a point where um, we don't? My my desire is that um, on Sunday, mm-hmm. um, obviously not everyone, because my hope is also that mm-hmm. people are walking sure. in who don't mm-hmm. know Jesus yep. yet. Yep. Mm-hmm. But for the ones that do, mm-hmm. they are walking in able to lead themselves, yep. Yep. Um, because I think there's something in knowing how to lead yourself in worship, mm-hmm. um, so that when you come corporately, mm-hmm. you're not waiting for a person. Yeah. to usher you in, yeah. you are already there. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so I think that that is what's next for yeah. us is trying to, hopefully as we have more of these nights and mm-hmm. as we gather more outside of Sunday, yeah. mm-hmm. um, how do we take that and really carry it into our yeah. gatherings? And so yeah. I don't know if that answers it. But. Yeah, I mean, yes, I, I'm really glad you said that because mm-hmm. I even had this thought last night that was like probably borderline, I need to repent of this mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Because, <laughs> But I was sitting there thinking, man, if people acted this way on Sunday, I'd preach so much better. Wow. You know, and, yeah. or, or I felt sort of gypped. Like when it was yeah. over, yeah. I was like, oh, can I get up there and preach? Because yeah. people, yeah. I, I, I think I could just get up there and be yeah. like, turn to Luke. Yeah. You know, and they like lose their minds. Yeah. And, um, and there's like so many weekends when, you know, you're just stand out there. And, yeah. and this goes back to a little bit, you know, I don't want to bring it up too much, but that message on Revelation 4 yes. again, where yes. if you guys recall at the very end of that, I said that there's lots of Sundays that I drive up to this building, not feeling like preaching yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. for any number of reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't matter what my week's been like. If I feel distant yeah. from the Lord, if I had an argument with my wife, if I feel like I'm not being the best father, mm-hmm. if I've had an out with a friend mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know, who, I mean, Satan's an accuser. Yeah. Like, like you are really going to stand up there and yeah. teach yeah. people? Right. Yeah. You, know, yes. you got this stuff going on? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't feel like doing this yeah. mm-hmm. or I don't feel confident in the material. This is going to exist on the interweb forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that these people are going to like it, whatever. Mm-hmm. And during the worship time, it's the worship of the people that actually yeah. get me ready to preach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's the same type of thing. What I would say to the Christians that are showing up late, mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to be judgmental because mm-hmm. I get it. I get having families mm-hmm. and running late and all that, but you're showing up late. I mean, you know when the service times are, mm-hmm. you plan ahead of time, mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. but you're like coming in disheveled, bored, mm-hmm. sitting there. I think just paying attention to your body language. It's not a show. Nobody's judging your yeah. worship, but to recognize that there might be somebody there for the very first time and they're they're looking at what's happening mm-hmm. on stage and they're looking at what's happening next to them and if those two things are different yes. it feels fake yeah mm-hmm. yes but yeah. i think if they look and they see with somebody up on stage but somebody with no spotlight or camera on them mm-hmm. yes. doing the exact same thing they say maybe there's something real about this yeah. and that, that you're just the challenge i just want to lay out the way you worship might be the testimony that 
Yes. Come on. Moves people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to on. this place mm-hmm. of maybe Jesus is real. Yeah, maybe maybe sure. this is something that I need to check out. Yeah, absolutely. Myself. And the only question I would add to that, Aaron, is what are you bringing? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, sacrifice of praise. Sacrifice We've talked about praise. that. What yeah. does sacrifice mean? It yes. means I'm going to set myself aside and yeah. bring this thing. Yep. Yeah. What are you bringing yeah. to church? Like, that's what you got to, that's yeah. where you got to focus. I love that. And to hit on something you said of being able to lead yourself mm-hmm. in yes. worship, that's mm-hmm. a conversation I have often with people in the lobby or during the week of Sundays are so incredible. I feel Mm -hmm. so close to God Mm -hmm. on Sunday, Mm -hmm. but I don't know how to replicate that Monday through Saturday. What would you, Mm. what advice would you give for someone that's saying, I want to worship, tell me how? Yes. Uh, I'll I'll start. And I know you got things to add to this too. Um, Again, worship is not just singing. Mm. Um, it's sitting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and being still. Mm-hmm. Be still and know that I am God. Yes. Be still in His presence. Mm-hmm. Seek Him. Mm-hmm. Be a son. Mm-hmm. Be a daughter. Mm-hmm. Shut off your phone. Shut mm-hmm. off your phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have a rhythm. Have a plan. Mm-hmm. You're sacrificing time. Set aside time. Be with Him. Mm-hmm. Get to know the God of the universe. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? Mm-hmm. Relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that is foundational mm-hmm. to all of that conversation mm-hmm. because, again, I think we have a tendency in our minds to say, I, I feel close to God on Sunday. I can't replicate that. Mm-hmm. Don't replicate mm-hmm. that. That's not what it's for. Right. God says, just come sit with me. Yes. Let my spirit minister mm-hmm. to you. Talk to me. Yeah. Spend time with me. Yeah. I heard um, a pastor say recently that uh, Jesus didn't die for me to be fed once a week. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah. Like talking about church, of he died so you could be fed anytime. Um, And I think that we were talking about this this morning of um, that time with the Lord. Even yesterday, I was so late at this. Yesterday, I was kind of frustrated because my morning, I love mornings. Um, I wake up before my kids. I wake up early. Yesterday was worship night. I was like, oh, I can't wait to just be with you in the morning, Mm. Lord. And I woke up and my kids were already awake and I was Mm. like, (laughs) please no. And then it just turned into a whole morning and a whole day. And I was talking to my husband and I was like, listen, I just wanted, Mm -hmm. I just wanted a date. Like I just wanted the one-on-one time to like, just be on a date with the Lord. I was like, I know I'm going to see him tonight, Mm -hmm. but it's like, we're going to a party Mm -hmm. and everybody else is there and everybody else like, we're just going to be together. I just want time with him. Mm -hmm. And I think that that time is so important. And I would say, especially like being a mother, Mm -hmm. a mom of three kids, a husband who works, being a full-time job myself, Mm -hmm. I have so many excuses Mm -hmm. and I've used those excuses. Mm -hmm. Even as I talk about my birthday, like this past year was the first year that I had the discipline to start waking up because Mm -hmm. I used the excuse of, I don't have time. Mm -hmm. So I'll worship him when I'm doing dishes. Mm -hmm. I'll worship him when I'm X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. But I have found so much freedom and beauty in not doing anything. Mm -hmm. At least one time a day, Mm -hmm. I am not doing, I'm not worshiping him wow. I'm mm. just worshiping, yeah. worshiping Him. Yeah. Yeah. And it's in the morning when yeah. my mind is yeah. fresh, when there's not the heaviness mm-hmm. on the day of me, mm-hmm. heaviness of, yeah, mm-hmm. on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Weird, yeah. you know, you. words are hard. Um, anyway, wake up in the morning. Yeah. Like there's every excuse to not do it, and that's a sacrifice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I am tired. Mm-hmm. I'm physically tired yeah. all the time, you know? There may be a medical <laughs> thing wrong with me. I don't know. <laughs> Give me a call. Well, those McDonald's yeah. cheeseburgers. It's a McDonald's at 9.30 p.m. <laughs> but like I am tired, yeah. but it's the sacrifice to say – but you're worth it. Mm, And like, I need to be fed Mm -hmm. so that Mm, I can walk into a gathering of believers Mm -hmm. and have something Mm -hmm. to offer you um, and have Mm. a sacrifice and be come in with something. But it takes that discipline of there's going to be every excuse as an American, as a parent, as a working parent, like all of the things I've every excuse. And people would look at me and probably affirm that. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, oh man, I didn't have time. I can do it while I'm driving. Oh yeah, you're right. No, don't like, don't let anybody (laughs) affirm you in that. Get up early, spend time with him, stay up late. But again, mornings are just so good. So anyway, Mm -hmm. like whatever it is and being still, Mm -hmm. I just sit 
And I usually turn on YouTube. There's a thing called soaking in his presence. It sounds so like, <laughs> but soaking in his presence, look it up. It's just, inst- bath, <laughs> nice. it's just instrumental it just music okay, and it just, there's no words to it. And I can just sit <laughs> and just listen yeah. um, and just be with him. I don't yeah. have a str- Usually I end up reading in the Bible, but yeah. sometimes I'm just sitting there. I don't know. I don't have a structure to it. I read my like structured things at yeah. night, yeah. but in the morning it's just here i am lord yeah. am i going to do anything but just be with you and can so, i just yeah. add to that like that's what jesus did mm-hmm. yeah yeah he went away to be with his father mm-hmm. i mean he didn't like minister to people and do that mm-hmm. he said i got to hold yes. on mm-hmm. I, i'm going to say no here so i can go mm-hmm. be filled mm-hmm. right that's so good I'll just uh, say one last thing to all of that. I think that, you know, we live in a day and age with such mental and emotional anxiety right mm-hmm. now. And a lot of that is directed towards thought life. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the scriptures speak a lot to that. And I think that one of the things that I think just to be mindful of, like when you are in the car or when you uh-huh. are going to, from place to place, and usually we turn on something to listen yeah. to. Uh-huh. And instead of the news, which I'm not saying turn off all news, mm-hmm. like just it, have enough just to know what's going on in the world, but you don't need the talking commentary yeah. all day long. Mm-hmm. That's just anxiety producing. Mm-hmm. Instead of just listening, and I'm not saying all secular music is bad. There's mm-hmm. lots of secular artists that I enjoy listening to. But but is the content um, junk food or yep. nutritious? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. And it, but one of the things that I've noticed yeah. is that when you put on just like a really good worship album and people are singing theological truth mm-hmm. over to you in in, yes. in a way that's like you know really resonating, it really does change your disposition. Yes. Yep. I mean, yeah. it really does. I think there's a there's there's some things clinically that we can't do about some of our mental anxiety, yeah. but but there are some things that we can do, yeah. Yeah. and that's yeah. what am I putting into my head, yeah. in yes. my heart, yeah. that I'm actually, that I'm actually dwelling on. Yeah, yeah. And, and how you start your day matters. <laughs> right. It, yeah, it really, it really it's yeah. the trajectory of your day. It's like how you start your day really matters. Yeah. And so the, good. The prayer of renew your mind. Yeah. Honestly, yes. I was in a space where that's the only prayer I prayed for a long time, mm. of just renew my mind, renew my mind, yeah. like over and over again. And I think there's something that the Lord meets in that space. Wow. So good. Guys, this has been rich. We could probably continue on, but Mm -hmm. we'll blow the podcast up if we don't. (laughs) Just a side note bar. If you don't want to listen to soaking in presence, you could listen to, you could listen to explosions in the sky. It's kind of like a little bit more, (laughs) the masculine version of soaking in the presence. It is. Yeah. Explosions in the sky. You need to listen to it. I'll listen to it. I'll I'll listen to it when I, it may not go well, may not go well for you, but I'll listen to that when I'm writing a sermon sometimes. It's yeah. I don't know where they stand with the Lord, but it's so anyway, Hey, thank you guys it's been a rich conversation love you both so grateful for it's so much fun doing this with you and hopefully this was a helpful conversation uh, for everybody Um, if you have not subscribed to the podcast please do so tell your friends and family about it we would love to pass the word along and we will see you next time